things in their bedroom, trying to obscure, for her father's sake, all immediate signs of his wife that would make the pain of her recent death all the more vivid. The half-read biography of Catherine Hepburn on the bedside table, the lemon lozenges she liked to chew in bed, the little scraps of notes Anna wrote to herself all day long and then promptly forgot about. It was these intimate things she wanted to clear away, so her dad didn't have to feel like his wife was about to walk through the door again at any moment. The rest, her mum's clothes, her makeup, her jewellery, that could all wait until Ella came home. There would be the funeral to get through first, of course, sharing memories with all those in the community who knew Anna, and finding that all of them remembered her a little bit differently. But then Ned, Ella and Penny would return to the hotel, which in some strange way would also be grieving Anna's loss. It might limp along without her for a few weeks, but there was no denying that she had truly been the soul of the place. If people came for the beautiful views and the faded splendour of the rooms, soaked in history, they also came for Anna and her slightly off-kilter sense of humour, her way of knowing what you wanted, what you really wanted, without having to ask for it. Her mother had known people, understood that most of the time they simply wanted a little bit of a reprieve from their day-to-day lives. She strove to give them a break, to make them feel as though they'd almost gone back in time. The hotel was a beautiful stage, and Anna was the director, working to pull the whole experience together. People came for her famous roast chicken, her delicious old-style fairy cakes, the icing that dissolved on the tongue. They came for the fifty-three varieties of tea, traditional and exotic, and for her ready smile and easy chat over breakfast. When they came to the Bay Hotel, they were coming because of Anna, even if they didn't know it. Of course, over the years, as these things go, local trade had dwindled, and more and more of those born in the little beach town had moved away to bigger Irish towns or cities. They said, much like her own sister had, things like, It's a great place to grow up in, but it's so small, there's no opportunity. And as tourist numbers to the town had also begun to falter, there was less money for the upkeep of the hotel. It was still beautiful, no doubt about it, but more like a memory of beauty at this point. Penny had heard more than one guest say, Oh, imagine what it must have been like in its heyday. She knew that it was her mother's dearest wish to see the building restored to its old glory, but there was never enough money. She couldn't imagine that Ned would have the heart, or indeed the wherewithal, for anything with Anna gone. Penny pushed the thought of the fate of the hotel out of her mind. It would have to wait. She couldn't deal with any of that just now, and it was something she and Ella would need to talk about together when the time was right. Ella. She felt heartsick at the thought of her sister. As bad as Penny was feeling, at least she still lived in Mulberry Bay and was just down the road when all of this happened. She helped out at the hotel and saw Anna every day. She had only spoken to her mother yesterday, their last conversation a stupid and meaningless discussion about a linen change in the guest rooms. But how must her sister feel right now, being away in London? She adored her mother more than anyone else in the world, Penny knew that. Ella was a very strong, stable person, and most of the time went around wearing armour, but Anna was the chink in that armour. Last night on the phone, Penny could only hear her sister's ragged breathing, the sound of something dropping as she broke the news. Ella had said, I'll get the next flight home, and then nothing. She had hung up, and Penny hadn't had time to talk to her about anything more. 
Ella had been one of those who moved away from Mulberry Bay. In fact, she'd seemed desperate to escape. Penny was happy to stay behind, helping her parents out with the hotel and working part-time at the local tourist office, while Ella had gone for grand adventures in countries all over the world, testing her limits with bungee jumping, trekking through jungles, eating wild locusts. Then she had become an architect. The hard edges of the buildings she designed seeming to match the edges of Ella herself. She had come home now and again for visits and holidays, treating the town she grew up in almost like a tourist would, admiring its beauty and the more relaxed pace of life, but in the end, itching to get back to the city and her work there. Last time she had visited, almost a year ago, Penny had inquired if there was anyone special in London. I don't have time for love, her sister had replied easily. Don't you get lonely, though?